you're listening to 360 Degrees, the podcast from the University of Southampton with me, Emily Harrison. This week we have a few special episodes for you, as SUSU, the Students' Union, are currently holding their annual sabbatical elections. These are elections where students vote in the people that lead the Students' Union, so the sabbatical officers either take a year out of their degree or they do it after they've graduated and they spend a year working full-time to listen to student feedback and represent that locally and nationally and work with the university to make change on your behalf. So these are really, really important roles and you should be definitely having a say in who is elected. We offered all of the candidates a chance to appear on this episode. Everybody that you hear are the ones that said yes, but there are a few that either didn't reply to us or weren't able to appear for various reasons. So do make sure that you go onto the SUSU website to check out the full list of candidates that are available to vote for and all of their manifestos. This episode is for the candidates running for the role of union president, and they share with us why they're running for the role, some of the policies they're hoping to implement if they're successful in being elected, and why they think that you should vote for them to be the next union president. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Jay Lisney. I am a final year in English and I am running to be the next CC president. And what is it that drew you to the role? Why are you running for this position? I guess part of it is because I got to work with yourself and seeing you uh, in the role was kind of an amazing opportunity to see actually kind of how much president can do and to see like all the amazing changes that you made but also Olivia's made and it's kind of about like I guess kind of legacy of that strong woman figure that we've had for the last you know two years and trying to keep that up because of the amazing work that you guys have done and it's about keeping uh, keeping that kind of positive um, image of women in power as well as well as making sure that students get their voice heard and making sure that working with the university is going to remain like strong relationships with them because I already I already have that by being the ex-UP education democracy and also the current uh, arts humanities faculty officer so I get to attend with that so I kind of know them well enough. Great and that leads nicely on to my next question which is can you talk us through like maybe one or a couple of some of your key points as part of your manifesto? Yep. So my biggest thing that I would like to work on if I was elected to be the next president is the idea of like a, well, I say in my uh, manifesto, sure that CC is an organisation, as an organisation, is more representational. By that, I mean, essentially, to go hand in hand with the university on an ED&I strategy. So currently, CC doesn't have one. But after you know incidences in the past, it's about time that the organisation goes hand in hand with the university on that because I know that the university currently has now got a new head for that committee, and it's a shame to see that we don't have that. And to make sure that you know working with students, um, especially when I ask a lot of international students, um, why aren't you engaging with CC? Why don't you run for committee positions? Why don't you run for leadership positions? A lot of it is because they don't feel like there's enough that represents them so working with those students to break down those barriers to see what is it you know to try and encourage them because there's loads of great ideas especially with um, myself working with WSA students because a lot of them are international a lot of them have amazing ideas that come out that I could never think of and when you try to say to them why don't you become a course director? why don't you run for a you know, committee position for I don't know RAG etc 
a lot of the time they're just very like I don't know why like oh scared or they just don't feel that it represents them even though they want to engage it's trying to break those um, barriers down together and make sure that as an academic community that they can overcome those things and also my second biggest thing would say probably about creating food bank donations uh, sites at halls so the idea would be that potentially rotate halls kind of pickup points around all of our halls and the reason being a because a lot of students want to get involved in volunteering but not too much because they have a lot of time to you know do their degree stuff like they should be doing I should say um but obviously it's enriching their uh, extracurricular kind of ideas whether it be donating some food whether it be helping sorting out the uh, donation sites or it would be running them down to the food banks there's many ways that they can get involved and it's also about um especially in the daily echo they like to um paint university of southampton students not very positively but this is about a way to um show the community that the university of southampton students do care and it's about breaking down those stigma the stigma around us as students because we do contribute to the community and it's just trying to get the word out there and to show that we're not you know we're not these kind of uh, thugs that they may think we're not this pest you know we are actually part of your community so yeah that all sounds absolutely great so then the final question really is why should people vote for you I guess the main reason is obviously I was VP education democracy so within that I obviously have leadership skills I was in uh, charge of over 400 volunteers I obviously know the university inside and out also Alex Neal is just like hi um kind of just you know always there to annoy the university but on the good side and work with that kind of back and forth good relationship with keeping it I already have that I've had it in the past I have it now and to continue it and it's about that strong leadership skills that I gained through my year with VP Education Democracy thanks to the team that I worked with and also with the kind of skills I've learned as uh, arts and humanities students being in charge of WSA I unintentionally has become president of that for now and taking on things that aren't always comfortable but it's about learning quickly on the job and making sure that those students are at the heart of everything that I do. I know that I don't focus uh, on COVID in my manifesto but the point is I know that I have the uttermost faith in the university and the students union on the contingency plan on when students come back so why would I focus on that when I already know and trust the university and the union to have it already? So I don't see the point in adding that in due to the fact that, that you know, it's about the long-term, long-term plan, not just about the now. Perfect. Well, Joe, thank you so much for taking the time out to come onto the podcast and good luck with the election. Thank you. Thank you for hosting. I'm Akshita Karya and I'm a final year law student. I'm also an international student from India and I'm currently stuck in Mumbai because of the whole lockdown pandemic. But I can't wait um, to get back to Southampton as soon as possible. And why are you running for the role of president? What is it about this role that made you decide to run for the position? So um, currently I am the law school president and because of my experience in this role, I have developed a lot of skills and I think I can help all the students at a larger platform than what I am doing currently. And I think union president role would be perfect for me as I actually want to say, um, I actually want some changes to take place in the university. Um, and it is very important for the uni- for all the students to 
have a safe environment where they can come forward with all their opinions, advices, suggestions, or any concerns, questions that they might have. Like, no student should be scared to speak out if something wrong is happening to them or if they think the university is not um, living up to their mark. So I think students, it's very important for students to have a voice. And I think by, um, me, by uh, being elected for this role, I think I can do that for a lot of students. And what are some of your key points that you're hoping to implement if you're successful in being elected? So if I'm um, elected, um, one of my key things would be to have um, reduction in the tuition fees. I think there's already ongoing protocols and proposals for a reduction um, in tuition fees. I would like to make sure that that actually gets implemented because of the whole COVID, um, students are not getting the same um, teaching that they would have gotten otherwise. A lot of um, cuts have happened in the education system, like a lot of teaching has been cut down and the same amount of resources aren't available to the students that otherwise would have been. And I think because of that experience, there should be a reduction in the tuition fees. Like even the university is saving up a lot of money um, because we are not utilizing any classroom. Um, no electricity, no water, nothing in the university is being utilized currently except for the um, some of the science courses um, that are allowed to be on campus. So I think other than that, a lot of people need um, tuition fees reduction. And also because of COVID, many people are suffering financially as well. Like the financial matters haven't been as suitable or as good as it would have been if COVID would not have been taken place. And yeah, and another important point would be um, for international students who aren't currently in Southampton, um, they are paying double as much as a British student pays. And I think that should be reduced as well. So that would be one of my major goals if I get elected for this role. And another one would be um, more resources available online. So if the COVID continues and if we are still going on with our online teaching, I think more books, more um, library spaces, more um, resources should be available online. Because I know for a fact that many students aren't able to get access to the textbooks that they require. And not everyone can afford to buy new textbooks. And many textbooks in the library um, do not have online version of it. And there are only few copies. So I think this is the right um, time to have more online copies for all students. So these would be like my major points to improve. So, yeah. And why do you think people should vote for you to be the next union president? So I think people should vote for me because, um, firstly, because of my past experiences, I've been a, been a course representative for year two, and I am currently the law school president. So I have um, enough experience. Along with that, I'm also the vice president for ELSA and the vice president for Mooting Committee. So I have quite a few exper experiences as to how to deal with the university, how to put forward issues in front of faculty, and how to have students voice being heard I've 
I have been doing that since my year two, and I plan um to continue with it. And along with that, I'm also an international student, and I think major um part of the university belongs to international students. So I'm aware of what difficulties an international student faces on daily basis, and I plan to change that as well. So I think for all these reasons, and I'm good at communication. I am not scared. um for putting my points across and i my motto would be to work for students and towards students so i think because of all these reasons um students should work for me well thank you so much for taking the time to come out onto the podcast and talk about why you're running and why people should vote for you and good luck with the election thank you for having me yo thank you Hi, I'm Karen. I've studied electronic engineering at university, and I'm currently vice president activities for Student Union. So, why are you running for the role of president? I'm running for president because I want to help students and make everyone happy, and try to uh, help with climate change as well, which is a big issue for me, uh, and help with that. Great. And what are some of the key points that you want to try and achieve if you're successful in being elected to the role? To me, the most important is climate change because if we don't deal with this properly, it's going to cause chaos and one impact impact my life and a load of people all over the world. So I want to work on university energy strategy, which uh, it happened because I put in a green new deal, or partially because of that, and work with CCO and the university to try to make it happen. And I want to make sure it's as strong as possible and makes the real difference for that. University can do and should do as an institution. I also want to make sure that people can return to in-person activities because, in my experience, all students are really keen to do things in person, even if it is quite limited and you have to be following the rule of six and keeping two meters and whatever rules are in place at a time. I think I want to make sure that people can do things in person and can make friends and interact with people and actually have fun, but in a safe way where we're not having a high risk of pandemic and virus spreading. So, so far this year, we have had. A reasonable amount of in-person activity in November,、uh, and there was not a lot of spreading as a result of that. So I think we've got a good balance. You want to make sure that people can still do things and spend and talk to people in person and have fun. Yeah, and just for everyone listening, just to be absolutely clear that、uh, at the time of recording, we are still in a lockdown, and so you do need to follow the rules. And the rule of six is not a general rule. Just in case you're wondering about meeting up with some friends at the weekend,、um, the rule of six is not in place. So you do need to be following lockdown rules and make sure that you are checking them on the official government website. So why should people vote for you to be president, Corin?、Mm. Even present because I've been talking with lots of students and making sure to talk both kind of formally through emails and informally just through talking to people, attending society events, messaging on Facebook and Discord and Instagram, and just trying to get as much、uh, conversation with students to make sure that I'm doing things to help them. And I'm going to continue doing that as president because it is it's a very full time role and it's difficult to spend time talking to people. But I want to focus on talking to people as much as I can just to make sure that what I'm doing is the same as what students want. And what I'm pushing for university is what benefits students the most. Thank you, Corin, for taking the time out to come onto the podcast, and good luck with the election. Hi, everyone. My name is Ben Dolbert, and I am a final year student of English, running for the role of union president.
And why are you running for the role? What attracted you to the position of president? So I think there's there's three main reasons, really. The first one is the experience that I've got. For the past three years, I've been a parish councillor, working on a, on a parish councillor as a volunteer to try to declare a climate emergency on the council. And that is something that last year was finally implemented thanks to the project that I was heading. Um, I've also worked as a faculty officer with SUSU, and I remember working with you, Emily, on uh, the Avenue campus uh, projects that we were doing. Um, I've also been English academic president at the moment, um, and I've held various community and leadership positions in the past. As well as my experience, um, I do have a passion for for real social change. Um, Last summer, I appeared on BBC Question Time to talk about reforming school curricula, particularly with regard to race relations and decolonising the curriculum. Um, And that is something that if elected president, um, I I would take forward um, with the university. And finally, I think I've got a relatability um, to students. I've been on on committees um, for four different societies And one of the points in my manifesto, which is to tackle dodgy landlords, is something that I have extensive personal experience with. Great. And can you, obviously, you've kind of mentioned a little bit there, but can you go into a little bit more detail about some of the things that you said that you want to implement if you're successful in being elected? Yeah, so the first thing that I would do upon being elected is to lobby the university for tuition fee parity between home and international students for this year. Because I think it's incredibly unfortunate that due to the COVID pandemic, um, international students have been stuck abroad without any access to library um, resources, enabling service, uh, any of that. Obviously, they've been able to access um, online, but I think they have a particular disadvantage this year um, when compared to home students who have had some access to campus. I I think another thing that I'd be very interested in doing is decolonising the university, as I've said. Um, And just to dig a little deeper into that that, that claim, one thing that I'm very keen on doing is reinvigorating the university's um, centre for imperial and post-colonial studies. And part of that would be to secure funding for a greater number of workshops on research projects um, to ensure that all students are given the opportunity to kind of understand the race history of this university and the country um, as a whole really. Uh, Another project that I want to spearhead as president is a tailored package of support for the 2020-21 cohort, the the current first years, um, because I think it's been particularly difficult for them this year with halls, various different accommodation issues, not being able to make friends because of the uh, all the societies going online. So something I do is lobby the university to execute um, a catch-up program to make up for lost face face-to-face teaching, and that might involve. Um, summer teaching or it might involve extra contact hours in the next academic year. Great can you talk a little bit about the when you say um, decolonizing can you just explain what that means for anybody that's listening that might not understand I know you sort of covered it but can you kind of explain briefly what exactly that means? Sure I think it's um, worrying that in the past five years the university admissions rate for BAME students has stagnated. It's stayed the same for five years. The university doesn't seem to be making any progress on its race relations. So part of what I want to do is work with the university to improve um, the admissions rate for BAME students, but also to look at the curriculum um, by 
working with different faculty officers, um, working with school presidents and staff members to look at how they can improve their curriculum to make it more representative of the students that we hope to have a welcoming attitude towards at Southampton. Great. So can you maybe say why you think that everybody that's listening should be voting for you when the voting opens? Sure. I think uh, the main reasons are that thanks to the experience I've got as a faculty officer and a local councillor, I know what qualities a sabbatical officer needs and I know how to be successful in a leadership role and to work with the colleagues that I'll have. Um, I'm also very much on board with Susu's belief, um, Susu's purpose and its values. Um, and I'm particularly keen on ensuring that each and every student really enjoys their time at Southampton. And that includes especially international students, students from disadvantaged backgrounds, students that might not feel welcome um, at Southampton and students who come from non-traditional places that aren't necessarily spoken about that much at the university. For example, students with childcare responsibilities, mature students and postgraduate students. Great. Well, then, thank you for taking the time to come and talk to us on the podcast and good luck with the election. Thank you, Emily. Hi, uh, I'm Kenny or Kendall and I'm running for union president. I'm currently a second year natural science student studying physics and physical chemistry. Great. And why are you running for the role? What is it about the role that made you want to run for the position? Well, I guess I'm actually running against the role in that I'm sort of running, I guess, what you call an anti-campaign, sort of pointing out that actually voting for someone for president is kind of a waste of energy. Okay, and what are some of your main points? So what I've sort of seen and experienced over the past, I guess, two years um, at this university is that it's very difficult to um, build and sustain a student campaign um, and, and, and trying to actually get meaningful change passed through the students union is more difficult than it needs to be. I think the democratic structures um, even need to be severely reformed or completely overhauled and I think by pushing students into running for these sad positions with the assumption that by getting into them they can actually make change um, rather than actually changing the system itself is sort of trying to get students to put their energy into the wrong things. I think if we instead focus our energies into you know tackling the issues directly perhaps forming an alternate structure of student democracy then that could have a lot better success. And why do you think people should vote for you? Well, I'm not really running to win, so that's a bit of a difficult question to answer. My whole thing is that it doesn't really matter if you vote or not. Um, it's, it's obviously very important that you have the right to vote. But if the system is a bad system, which I think it is, then abstaining is an option that people can consider, at least. So whether you vote for me or not is kind of, of, of ir- irrelevant. Cool. Okay. Thank you so much for making the time for coming onto the podcast and good luck with the election. Thank you very much.
thank you so much to everybody for coming on to this episode and sharing with us some of their policies and why they want you to vote for them. Don't forget that you can check out the full list of candidates on the SUSU website along with their manifestos and you can also ask them any questions that you might have. Voting opens on the 3rd of March and you can do it online. It's super easy and quick. You just log into the SUSU website and vote for who you want for each role. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.